Hello, and welcome to The Budget Mouse, a podcast that will help you have an incredible Walt Disney World vacation, even if you're on a shoestring budget. I'm Leah, the blogger behind The Budget Mouse and The Frugal South. I visit Disney World several times each year and have tons of tricks for doing Disney on the cheap. I want you to have the incredible vacation you deserve, so I'm sharing all of my tricks with you on my sites and here in the podcast. This week's show is about a $1,000 Disney World trip budget, plus I'll answer questions about the Disney dining plan. So let's dive in. Welcome to episode 28, everyone. So many people I talk to about Disney World think that a trip there is out of reach for their family and that there's no way that they can afford it. So in this week's show, I'm going to talk numbers and strategy to get a family of four to Disney World for under $1,000. Most people think there's no way they could take a family to Disney for this amount, but I'm going to show you how. Now, this episode is going to get a little intense. I'm going to do lots of math and give you lots of resources on the blog to learn more about these strategies that I mentioned. So please don't get overwhelmed. You can visit thebudgetmouse.com slash episode 28 to get all of the links to these resources I mentioned in the show. They're also going to be in the show notes in iTunes. So I'm going to write up a blog post with all of the same information as well, because I think this info is better read than listened to because of how technical and all of the numbers. So uh, now, I want to say, you certainly cannot take a week-long trip to Disney World for this amount. So this, that's not practical. I am going for a three-night, four-day trip. And my imaginary family has two kids between the ages of three and nine. Now, if you have kids who are under three, this is going to be a lot less expensive, this trip that I quote. And if you have older kids, then that will change the cost as well, particularly for the dining plan. Um, now, I will say, if you have kids under three, I think the perfect time to go is right before they turn three, if you can time a trip to do that, because they will get a ton out of the trip and you will not have to pay for a park ticket for them. And as you will soon see, that is the most expensive part of any trip. So this this trip is going to include hotel stay, food, and park tickets. Now, I did not include transportation because that varies hugely depending on where you live and if you're driving or flying, etc. But I will say, you can check out episode four of the podcast for my tips and tricks for getting to and from Orlando on the cheap, including how we fly there regularly for practically free. So for my imaginary trip for my family of four, I'm going to start with park tickets because they are the single most expensive part of a Disney World vacation. But I have to say, the theme parks are amazing. Even if you only visit one theme park in a trip, and for most people that would be Magic Kingdom, you will come home with fantastic memories and get incredible value out of the experience if you do some advanced planning. I will say, you can't just show up at Magic Kingdom and expect to have a great time. In this day and age, there's a lot of advanced planning that goes into spending a day at the theme parks, even if you're going for just one day. If you want to have the best possible experience, you do have to put in a little time to do some planning for where you're going to eat, what attractions you're going to see, how you're going to use FastPass, etc. So... One day park ticket for a family of four is going to set you back about $450. Now, this is going to change based on the time of year during which you visit, thanks to the new date-based ticket pricing. And I I picked the one of the least crowded times of year to quote this price. I mean, because 
I would suggest visiting during a less crowded time of year for your enjoyment factor and to save some money. So if you visited during peak time, the ticket price would jump up to four, oh, sorry, $540. So it's almost $100 more for your park tickets to go during a more crowded time of year. So we're already set back $450 for the park tickets for one day. Now I am going to propose spending three nights at a value resort. I personally prefer all-star movies or pop century. And I did just put up a new room tour of all-star movies, refurbished rooms on the blog. And I did link to that in the show notes. I think you will be amazed at the room if you haven't seen it yet. Um, it's really fantastic. So this is my tactic for your three nights at all-star movies. And it gets a little complicated here. You got to hang with me. Okay. So first I suggest booking one night, your first night, at, I'm going to just choose all-star movies because I just spent eight nights there in September and had a fantastic time. So I feel like I can recommend it pretty highly. So book your first night at all-star movies or your other value resort through my travel agent for the blog, who's Sierra. She works with destinations in Florida. If you can go during a value season, you'll pay $99 per night plus tax for your room. And that's a total of $113. And that's for a standard view room. There are different um, categories of rooms at value resorts so you can get a preferred view what have you so we're going on a budget so we're sticking with a standard view room now sierra can add a quick service dining plan and your one day theme park tickets to that reservation and that cannot be done if you book this yourself. So travel agents have access to different packages that are available to the public. So she can actually make a package out of even a one night room only reservation and add the dining plan for one night and add your one day park tickets. You would not be able to do that through the Disney World site by yourself. The quick service dining plan for one night for my imaginary family would be $153. But with that, you will get eight quick service meal credits eight snack credits, and you'll get four refillable mugs that you can use for up to 14 days of your stay. Now you can stretch these credits out over the first two days of your trip, the first full two days, and you can get tremendous value out of them this way. So the quick service dining plan meals now also come with an alcoholic drink if you're an adult. So it's not like you're skimping here. You, you can have excellent food on the quick service plan. It is not just a cheeseburgers and hot dogs. You can eat at some themed restaurants with excellent food and you'll get great value out of that $153 if you can stretch it out over those first two days. So the total you've spent up to this point on your first night of your stay plus your dining plan plus your park tickets is $716. Now, I suggest you book your additional two nights, so this would be your second and third night, at the same resort, and just make sure it's the same room type, so like, for example, standard view room, as a room-only reservation through a third-party site. I prefer Orbitz. I use them the most. I'm going to tell you more about that in a second. Okay, so this is my trick. This is a new trick I have to find the cheapest dates at Disney resorts, or really any hotel, most hotels, I will say. Some do not show up, but this is how to do it. You have to do it on your iPhone. I don't know if it will work on an Android device, but first do a search in the Safari in the you know iPhone search web search for the resort you want to check prices on it. So in the Google result that you'll get, for example, if I search All Star Movies Resort, um, you, the first result will be Google's result, and you can click prices 
in that as one of the tabs. And then tap on the date option to like enter your dates and you'll see a drop down of all of the months in the future. And on those calendars, you can see the cheapest price for each day. So you're actually able to compare day to day which are the cheapest dates. And these prices fluctuate tremendously. So when I did this search for all-star movies, I saw everything from $76 to like $300 for the same room. It just depends on the day during which you go. So that is my new hack for finding the cheapest dates. And keep in mind that you're only going to see availability with third-party sites this way and not your availability with Disney. So the prices and availability availability with Disney can be very different. You'll have to check those on the Disney website. And I do suggest doing that even before you contact Sierra. And I put a link where you can ask for a quote from her in the show notes as well. But do a little research and see if there's availability at the value resorts during your days from Disney you know, for your check-in day. And then you can check for the following days um, using that search I just recommended. So I hope it didn't get too complicated. I think if you try it on your phone, you'll be able to get it to work pretty easily. So um, I did some sample dates in January, which is next month, and um, two additional nights at All Stars Movies will cost $174, that's including tax, and that was through Orbitz, my recommended site. Now, that price is a little bit lower than what you'll see in a search because I always use a promo code on Orbitz to save even more on Disney resorts. So this was only a 10% off promo code, and the code was mittens. If you're booking right now, <laughs> it changes all the time though. So I have a post up on the blog on how to use Orbitz to book Disney resorts. And I put it in the show notes and it's also on the page over on the blog. So it will walk you through kind of how you enter the promo code, how you search for Disney resorts, etc. It's um, pretty clear when you, you go step by step with that. So that's um, $174 for two more nights at the same resort. And you will absolutely not have to move rooms. So people wonder if they do, this is called a split stay, where it's a stay at you know, two different reservations. And in this case, it's at the same resort. People worry that they will have to move rooms in the middle of their stay, but Disney guarantees you will not have to do that if you have the same room type reservation that are back-to-back reservations. So you can mention it when you check in just to be sure, but they always say, oh yeah, absolutely, you will not have to move rooms for any reason. Um, So you also, you won't have to check out or check back in either thanks to Magic Bands, which it's now all done electronically through your Magic Bands. And the two reservations will connect seamlessly after they're both linked to your My Disney Experience account. So your total up to this point for now your three nights at a value resort and your park tickets and your dining plan for the first two days is $890. Now this last $110 you can use to buy the rest of your food and depending on your arrival and departure that might just be for one more day or it might be for a day and part of another and you can definitely make that amount cover the rest of your food budget if you follow the tips that I shared in episode 15, which is all about how to save money on food. That would include eating breakfast in your hotel room with either groceries you bring from home that you pack in your luggage in a checked bag or that you get delivered. If you're flying in, you can get them delivered through Instacart to your hotel. So just to summarize for that $1,000, you will get your three nights at a Disney resort, two days with dining plan credits, 
one day at a theme park of your choice, free magic bands for everyone, magical express transportation to and from the airport if you fly. So you'll have a whole nother day to visit either Disney Springs or you can tour the monorail resorts or tour the boardwalk area at Disney World or just hang out at your resorts pool, which is what we personally love to do because we just want to relax on vacation. <laughs> and that's a foreign concept to some people, but you'll also have, you know, part of your arrival and departure days to do these activities as well. So in the past, if you booked a package with Disney, which you would have for your first day of this, you should get a free round of miniature golf at one of the miniature golf courses as well that are really fun. And I don't know if they're still doing that, but in the past they used to always include that as like a coupon with your package that you could redeem. So you will not be bored. You'll have plenty to do, I promise. And even just visiting for the theme parks for one day, you'll have a fantastic vacation. Now, I want to upgrade this just a little bit here and talk about how you can get an even better uh, $1,000 trip. And my tactic is to partially fund the vacation with a credit card sign-up bonus. Now, my caveat here is that, you know, to only do this if you have a solid history with credit cards and decent credit. You don't have to have excellent credit to qualify for most of these cards. So I'm just going to give you one example of how this could work. And I will say, this is the main way that I save money on travel is that I fund it with credit card sign-on bonuses. And I have been doing this for many years and I have excellent credit, 800 score credit. Okay, so it will not trash your credit score and it's not irresponsible, I promise. So this is my example. Sign up for the Barclay Arrival Plus MasterCard which is offering a 70,000 point signup bonus right now. And I personally don't have this version of the card. The link I give in the show notes is not my referral link. This is just an excellent card that I recommend highly. I downgraded from this version of the card to the no annual fee version of the card. So it's, I and I can't refer anyone to it, but it's a great card. So. After you meet the minimum spending requirement on this card, which is $5,000 in three months, and that is pretty easy for us to do just by paying our bills with the card and on everyday spending on groceries and gas, what have you, then you'll get 80,000 points into your account because it's two points per dollar for every dollar you spent plus the 70,000 point bonus. Those 80,000 points are worth $800 in travel statement credit. So basically erases a travel purchase or purchases from your balance. So use the card to purchase your theme park tickets for your family from Undercover Tourist. Do not buy your tickets from Disney with this card. If you bought your tickets directly on the Disney website, it will not code as travel for some reason. I don't know why. And you won't be able to use the credit to erase the cost of those tickets. But if you buy them from a ticket broker, such as Undercover Tourist, which is my recommended place to get tickets, it will code as travel and you'll be able to use the credit to erase the price of the tickets. So your cost of two-day tickets for your family in the low season would be $850, or three-day park tickets would be $1,170. So if you applied your $800 credit to these, you'd only pay $50 for your two-day park tickets or $370 for your three-day park tickets for your family. So since you'll have a lot of money left over, especially if you're only getting those two-day tickets from your $1,000 budget, you might want to upgrade your resort or your dining, or spend more nights at your hotel. 
So my favorite way to upgrade my vacation is by renting DVC points. And you could do a one night at a deluxe resort with the dining plan and then switch to a value resort or other resorts for your other nights of your stay. For an example here, a standard view studio villa, which is like the size of a standard hotel room, a little bit bigger at Animal Kingdom Lodge in September would be $187. That's including tax. Now that's compared to $450 that you'd pay through Disney to stay there. Um, I mention renting DVC points all the time because it really is my personal favorite way to stay at Disney. I do it every year, sometimes multiple times a year. So I will put a link in the show notes to a post that I did on the blog that walks you through every step of renting DVC points. So that is going to wrap up my rapid fire <laughs> summary of how to go to Disney World for $1,000. So again, I hope it wasn't overwhelming. It was a lot of math, but I hope you see now that it is completely possible to take a family trip to Disney World for under $1,000 and you don't even have to stay at any, stay at any Roach Motel off-property resort and have a terrible time and park your car and everything. <laughs> you can have a wonderful Disney vacation at a Disney World resort for that price tag. So I want to move on to answer some reader questions about the dining plan. So I get asked about the dining plan a lot, probably because it's the most confusing part of a Disney World vacation. And these are all questions that readers submitted to me uh, as comments on the blog. So if you don't know anything about the dining plans that are available at Walt Disney World, I've linked to my blog post that is Dining Plans 101, all the basics of the plans in the show notes here and then over on the site. So first of all, Annie asks, hi, we are a party of five, two adults and three kids. We usually take the quick service plan, but wanted to try the regular Disney plan this year. Do we have to use five table service credits every time we go to a restaurant or can we share only three meals? My kids are not under three years old. Thanks in advance for your answer. So I said back to Annie, you can share credits at a table service restaurant, as long as the restaurant isn't a buffet or all you care to enjoy restaurant. So if it's a place where you can order off of the menu, then you can absolutely share entrees and share dining plan credits that way. And I would really recommend that because it is so much food at some of these restaurants. And if you have kids who are light eaters like mine, like I could share an adult um, entree with my daughter and we'd probably have food left over. So yes, that is a great way to stretch credits and um, use them for for more meals down the road. So my next question is from Kathy. She says, hi, Leah, we will be going to Disney World for the first time in November. There will be four 50 plus women, two to a room. We booked through Disney, but did not add a dining plan. However, we are rethinking it. My understanding is that everyone in the room has to have the same dining plan, correct? Also, if we separate and go off to do different things, technically can your roommate use some of your snack meal credits if they decide to go on an eating binge for the day? Are all the points loaded onto each magic band? Okay, so this is a great question, Kathy. So yes, everyone that's on the same reservation does, ha does have to have the same dining plan. But if you book those rooms separately, then one room could have the plan and the other room could not if you wanted to go that route. And you're right in that the credits are pooled together for everyone that's on the same reservation and that everyone has access to the pool of credits. So every time you use a credit, you can, on your receipt, it will show you how many credits you have left, which makes them pretty easy to keep up with. So, you know, you could keep your traveling partner in line and, you know, text them and say, hey, I see you're on a binge here. Quit using all my snack credits. So I'm just kidding. But anyway, yes, that is how the plan works, that the credits are all pulled together. 
Okay, next. Nay asks, Hi, I read where it is possible to share credits. My family and I have plans to travel summer 2019, two adults and two kids, and we are planning on getting the deluxe plan, but I've been reading there's so much food. A friend of ours will also be there with her daughter at the same time. Could it be possible for us to share our credits with them at mealtimes? I'm not really sure how that would work, especially for table service. So I said, yes, you can definitely share credits with others who aren't on the plan. In fact, it's a great way to save money and be able to use all of your credits. You can use as many credits as you want anytime you eat. And in the past, I think it was starting two years ago, Disney instituted this change to the plans where you could use your credits for people who are not on the plan, It used to be restricted where you could only use your credits for people that were listed on the plan, but they have gotten more flexible with it, which I think is great. So yes, you can share credits and it's a great thing. You should. And last, Jessica writes, I am looking to go to the California Grill using two table service credits on the Disney dining plan. My question is, I see there's a steak for one priced at $75. Is this something I could order as my entree on the dining plan? Or is there a limit to how expensive your entree can be? Thanks. And I said, hi, Jessica, you can get the steak. (laughs) Any entree that serves one person is generally included with the plan. And that steak is included on the dining plan. So I said, go for it get the steak. Um, This also applies to, there's like a steak and lobster tail entree at one of the restaurants at the Grand Floridian. You can absolutely order that. It is included on the dining plan. So those are the questions, dining plan questions I wanted to answer. But before I go, I also want to mention that I will be in Disney World the first weekend in January, and I'm going to do nightly trip reports on that trip as I usually do. So I'm going to be there filming video clips for a very special project that I'm working on that I can't wait to share with you once it gets closer to being realized. It's still kind of in the development phase here. So Patrons, I want to mention one more thing. You're getting a special patrons-only podcast episode for you before I leave on that trip. So you can check the Patreon page or you'll get an email that the patrons-only podcast episode is up. If you don't know what I'm talking about, head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash the budget mouse and learn how you can become a patron of the show as well. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. You can always find me at The Budget Mouse in the Frugal South. You can email me directly at leah at thebudgetmouse.com, and that's L-E-A-H. Find me on Instagram as The Budget Mouse. And please join our private Facebook group for listeners of The Budget Mouse. Just search for The Budget Mouse on Facebook. You'll have to ask to join, and I will add you. So thanks again for listening, and have a magical day.